Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. All right, so Friday night. I've been looking forward to Friday night since the moment you showed me the ad. <laughs> That's like months. So I think we bought those in January. Rewind. Almost two years ago now. Well, no, it was, and it wasn't two years ago. It was a year ago now. Okay. We were in Australia. Yeah. And <laughs> for the most part, because of data issues, we used our Spotify in such a way that only the downloaded playlists were utilized. It was kind of a necessity, right? And I you mean, you only had one playlist downloaded. No, I had a bunch of playlists downloaded, but only one that we would listen to, <laughs> and it was Puddle of Mud. This is Puddle of Mud. That was the that was the Puddle of Mud. So we listened to pretty much every Puddle of Mud song ever known. On and probably there was probably, about probably six heard to it seven hours of driving, and we probably heard them three times. Yeah. Okay, it was a lot. Um, but I grew a big love for Puddle of Mud music, and like not like, man, I would murder to go to see those people. Ah, but but like, what? She shows me this ad, Puddle of Mud at the Brooklyn Bowl, and the Link Promenade, and I'm like. What? Wait, what? Puddle of Mud? Wait, what? Puddle of Mud? I can go see Puddle of Mud. Me. It's for only $30. Me. I can go. So then I said to you, well, how much is it? And then you tell me. Because I know how this place is. Fucking Ding Dong McTong, who has had one hit ever in his life, and it was 38 years ago, is going to charge $180 fucking for a ticket. Because it's Las Vegas. Because it's Las Vegas. And people just pay for that shit because they want to say they went to see a concert of Ding Dong McTong, 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 Hallelujah, at at Las Vegas. And they want to say they saw that person in concert in Las Vegas. But they'll pay triple what they would pay at their own home. You're not offended at all by that. It offends me. And so I thought for sure that's going to happen. When you told me the price, I was like, Dude, we're there. Yeah. We're going to see Puddle of Mud. And since then, I created a, a playlist for all the bands in there. And then it was suspicious that the opening act, the main opening act, had one song on Spotify. We one. should have known then. And I thought, that's really fucking weird. And then, you know, built up this whole thing with Saliva. They were going to be the opening act, the second opening act. And then the main event was going to be Puddle of Mud. So I had this whole thing. I got set lists. I put songs in there then what wasn't on the set list if i liked the song i threw it in there anyway just in case you know and i built up this playlist and then we've been listening to it in the car but not like non-stop but we listen to it then we switch to something else and we listen to it starting to become red hot chili peppers for me 
So, okay. That's how then, much we've listened to that. Then, then I'm like, I can't believe it's happening. And then I hear first thing. Saliva's guitar player dead at 59. Yep. So Saliva was no longer going to be there. So I knew for sure that they didn't say that they weren't going to be there. But I knew for sure they were. How are you going to? How are you going to play? Have. Yeah. How are you going to play when you're when your bro who's played with you all these years, just passed away. How are you going to do that? obviously contacted either the tour or the venue and let them know they weren't going to be there. Yes. Because the venue was prepared for it. Yeah. To the point that they played saliva songs in between the opening act and Puddle of Mud. Yes. And like, like the so opening, they should have let us know. The opening act, I'm going to fucking surprise you with this, okay? They had potential. And what do I mean by they had potential? Well, they weren't the worst their, opening. Their front man. Seen. Their front man. He had charisma. That dude, he could have taken over the puddle of mud guy's job. And I bet you the show would have been 10 times better. Maybe he just didn't know the songs. But anyway, I digress. The drummer, he was damn good. The drummer was damn good. Their bass player was decent. Wasn't great, but he was decent. Good player. He wasn't atrocious like the guitar player. Yeah, they were horrible. Then one of them wasn't wearing any shoes and he looked like a super greasy version of the dude who was in X-Files in Californication. <laughs> like yeah, a super he greasy. He version. really did. And it's he not, wasn't wearing any freaking shoes. I'm like, what are you? She's not wrong. It was pretty funny. Um, but then here comes Puddle of Mud. Right. And I'm like, right away. I see right away. Brain. I see the guys like. One of the one of the guys is the guitar player, and he's like out there testing his equipment, and he's like right in front of me, and I'm like, I can't believe my luck you that I'm going to be right row. here. We were in the second row in this tiny little venue, and we're right there in the front, and you know, puddle of mud's coming out, and here comes the singer, and he starts singing one of their most famous songs, and he can't remember the lyrics. You know why he can't remember the lyrics? He was sorry for my French, but this dude was so fucked up. I don't think he knew his own name. Yeah. And then and then so he comes out and he has a beanie on, which I never understand artists that decide he's to always make had their a head hot during he's always the had performance. A because his head got hot after the first song and he takes it off and he was like dripping in sweat. Yeah. yeah. And then I <laughs> it's so funny because okay, I have to digress slightly. My grandmother used to be so offended when my hair would be in my eyes. If it dangled in front of my <laughs> face at all, she'd be so offended. She always had like barrettes in her pocket to uh, fix my hair if it was bothering her. <laughs> and I just wanted to like shoot a hair elastic at this dude yeah. because his hair was like in his face and he was like blowing it off of his face while he was quote unquote singing. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing, like, you know how when you go to a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, when you go to a concert, lead singer always does that to get the crowd into it. He sings part of the lyrics. You sing part of the lyrics. Yeah. But usually they sing the whole verse and then you sing second verse or the chorus. No, he goes one and a half words into the first sentence of the first verse and, and then expects you to the finish the rest of the song. Right. And I'm talking not not one and a half sentences, one and a half paragraphs, one and a half words. Like, what th instead of what the, what th there you go. There's one and a half yeah. words right there. It's actually one and two thirds. I gave you more than he gave us. You want to know what's hilarious? The only song that he didn't fuck up was Uh-Oh. Well, gee, what, what complicated lyrics. Uh-Oh, 
I fucked it up again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It really is. The irony, though. Well, yeah. To imagine, that's the one he was perfect on. I mean, it was so... Maybe it's because he's had to say, "Uh uh-oh, I fucked up again so many freaking times. From my perspective, it was so disappointing. Um, Because, like, let's be real. We, We admitted that we replace him with the opening acts lead singer, and the improvement is incredible. Right. And that's proof positive that it's the singer's attitude that was the problem. Because if the singer's attitude wasn't the problem, replacing him wouldn't fix it. Right. The no. rest of it's still going to be his there. His inability to know the lyrics to his own songs was the problem. Yes. Well, and it then like he just, kept saying how he kept saying how it'd been such a long time since they'd been on stage. They were on stage two months ago. Right. I have the evidence of it. There's video. I mean, shut up with your it's been a long time. They act they, they act the way they used to act back in my day when all you had was the freaking newspaper and TV shows to count on, right? Back in my day. Well, but they do. They act like they act as though that's all you know about is what happened in your neighborhood. Fuck that, man. I know what happened with everything that happened to you. I know about you getting arrested for trespassing, et cetera. I know all that stuff. I mean, banned from flying from LAX, except for business. You know, you know, exactly. That's not why, that's not why you haven't been touring, bro. You know, the reason you haven't been touring is because you really can't. You've it's had some problems. You fucked it up again? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, you fucked it up again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No doubt. Oh, buddy. And it's, it's sad. It's really, really it sad is. because that wrong. show had so much potential. And like, as a big fan, I gave it my all for as long as I could. And then I had like a stomach ailment, so I had to bail out of there. But dude, I gave it, you know, I gave it my all. I wanted it to be a great bleeping show. It just wasn't. My biggest complaint about that entire thing was on the production team. Because, okay, so saliva wasn't there obviously so rather than taking saliva's 45 minute set and just moving puddle of mud earlier they filled it with pre-recorded music they filled 15 minutes with pre-recorded music but they delayed the other opening act by half an hour yeah and that's where they got the 45 minutes from irritating yeah and they should not have done that no it was if you were going to do that you should have let the attendees know saliva was wasn't going to be there, Bingo. so we knew what was going to happen. And some people who bought their tickets through Ticketmaster did get notified. And people who bought it directly at the box office that day were told as well. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. They've known for a while. I mean, I knew a week ago they likely wouldn't be there. That old man in front of you came just to see saliva, by the way. Yeah, the one that was right in front of the me. Goal, guy who was googling everything. Yeah, went down the Google rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, he he was a big saliva fan, and I yeah. felt really bad for him. He did not know that they were not going to be, and he's a huge saliva fan. And he didn't know they weren't going to be there. Let's put finger quotes around huge, because if he didn't know their guitar player died, then he's obviously not a huge saliva fan. Well, mm, I don't mean that he didn't know the guitar player died. Maybe he was as shocked as everyone else that it sounded like they were going to be there. Because they honestly did not because say they, they weren't going to be there. Right. They honestly, no one said they're not playing. I f- you know what I think is going to happen? Okay, so f- 
just so that people know, we bought tickets to a second show at Brooklyn Bowl, and it was supposed to be a week before this one. Yeah. We wanted to see Theory of a Dead Man. And they then you get you got an email at like the beginning of March that it was postponed until further notice and didn't give a date when it was going to be. You want to know what I think is going to happen? I think they're going to tell us the show is is rescheduled like a week before it happens. Um, that's possible. Yeah. But I did subscribe to the band's list, so I'm, I'm on their me. list. Well, see, and that's what you have to do because that doesn't depend on the venue. They'll tell you. Maybe. They don't communicate particularly well. The hope is that, you know, there's some bands that do and some bands that don't. That's just the hope. I always just try to remove the roadblocks. And generally speaking, venues are controlling jackasses and they're the roadblock. But but that's not the only thing you had to complain about. I know it's not the only thing you had to complain about. Literally have not told people about the best part of the night. Okay. Yeah, and so. she puts best part in quotes and, and with the big giant S for sarcasm after it, because that's what that is. In case you couldn't hear the sarcasm in the tone of my voice. Dripping. Now there's been Dripping. an explanation for you. Dripping. So we're sitting there waiting for the show to start. We bought these cool earplug things called Eargasm, and we'll talk about them another day, but they were rad. So we had these in. They're supposed to muffle the sounds, except for the sounds that are three inches from your head. This woman, who was gnome-sized, was talking... <laughs> At the top of her freaking lungs, directly behind us. Yeah. For we were we were in there at seven thirty, and the band didn't start till eight thirty. So an hour. <laughs> yeah, screeching, and then like trying to push forward, Struggling. and trying to push forward, and trying to push and forward. And then her dumbass friend dropped their drink. It spilled all down my back, the back of my legs, yeah. and didn't like. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Didn't say a word. They didn't say anything. I understand that when you buy GA tickets, you're going to get drinks spilled on you. Sure. That's why I wore the shoes that I wore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you expect people to apologize. Well, yeah, that's a common courtesy. I mean, why wouldn't you? So the show starts and the opening act is playing. And there's this, all of a sudden, I feel like talon nails scratching up and down my back. And I'm like, the fuck is happening? Why am I being assaulted? I turned around and this like, oh, I don't know. She looked like a troll. Troll. She looked the like word a troll. I would apply. With, and they were talons. You know, they were they were the, like an inch from the tip of your finger. Talon yeah, nails. Yeah, the add-ons. And she's like gesturing that she wants to get in front of me so that she can be closer to the band. Good for her. And you Seems know to me that we were there for two and a half hours waiting for that moment. Right. And she pretty much only got there maybe an hour beforehand. So maybe if you want to be the one in the front, we were there two and a half hours beforehand. Maybe get there two hours, 45 minutes beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Then you will be in front of me. Generally a nice and relatively passive person with the, with the overall public. I know nobody believes this because we podcast and I'm fairly aggressive, but I'm overall pretty <laughs> passive out in public. Don't believe her. Because she... Because she, quote unquote, asked the way she did, I was like, no. And I just, you know, went back to staring straight ahead. Then she tapped me on the shoulder a couple of times and I just, yeah. I ignored her. And then. That's what caught my eye. The. Tap on the shoulder. The, uh, the second woman, because the nails were not the same woman. The second woman. Then she comes up and they were, t- they were, but they were together in like the same party. She comes up and she taps me on the shoulder and I'm like. What? <laughs> My inside voice is like, what? 
Lord! Roar! <laughs> I turn around and I see it's someone different and that she was trying to talk to me. Okay. Did I hear a word she fucking said? No. No, because they were playing saliva at the highest volume their speakers yeah. show. Yeah. So I was like, I can't hear you. And then I just went back to what I was doing. Puddle of Mud comes on. And all of a sudden, I feel a person like shoving their entire existence against my body. Trying to shove me out of the way. And my muscly little friend <laughs> next to me. She's also trying to shove him out of the way. They're so lucky I didn't see any of this. And like, I turned then. I gave it a shove back because I was tired of this. Could you not shove me? You're being super rude. No, like I didn't swear at this person. I didn't freak out. And 10 minutes later, she shoved me so hard. I bumped into you. Right. I I remember that. I didn't lose my balance. And then the guy standing next to me. She full on two hands shoved him forward to get out of her way. And he like lost his temper at her. And then (laughs) I could, he was clearly trying to be nice because man, woman kind of dynamic. Uh And so then I defended him a little as like, could you back the fuck off? Like go away. And then, um, she was screeching something and then she was like hollering directly into my ear and I couldn't tell what she was saying. So I just, I just flipped her off like over my shoulder flipped her off and she grabbed and tried to rip off my middle finger. <laughs> now, now guys, I, I was teasing earlier when Toria was saying how she's generally passive and everyone thinks he's aggressive. And I was like saying, oh yeah, right. I don't believe her. I even whispered that, but I'll tell you what she really is. And sometimes just being real here, it frustrates me that she is because she'll come tell me later what she really thought and i'm like well okay that's very reasonable like if you thought that say that you thought that because you'd get it they're not going to do what you want but you'd get a different outcome than what you got and it would be a little more favorable for you but by just sitting there and taking it you you're just sitting there and taking it well i was proud of you this time that you opened your mouth and you said something and in a reasonable you're right you weren't rude you weren't nasty about it at all you weren't even sassy like i was like no. i kind of looked at you like wow that's like pretty crazy because you're a pretty sassy person and that just there was none it was just a very controlled business like answer after she grabbed my finger i said Touch me again. I dare you. <laughs> and uh, so for the rest of the show, she proceeded to like extend her arm over my shoulder and try to block my view with her phone. Yeah, because she was a child. So when she did that, I, I mean, realize, guys, this is a well, this is a full grown child. She was at least 15 years older than I am. Yeah, she was some. <laughs> so then. Because, okay, I'm terrible at comebacks in the moment. You know this. I am uh-huh. abs- And I always come up with the most beautiful comeback, like an hour later, and sure. I'm so angry. So then I'm standing there coming up with what I'm going to say because I know that after we leave the show, this psychopath is going to follow us outside and try to say something. Of course. I was thinking the same thing. And I was ready with it. I was like, did you not go to kindergarten? Maybe you should go back because even toddlers know to keep their hands to themselves. <laughs> And then I was going to storm oh. away. Oh, my God. 
and that's you, you would have stormed with me but laughing at the whole time because yeah. it was such a it would have been a great comeback but we left a little bit early because your stomach was bothering you so i didn't get my chance i think we missed like one or two songs so I, I think we just missed a whole lot of drama how about that <laughs> but yeah i think i think in the long run between me not feeling good and the potential for craziness um it was smart to get out of there because we didn't need any craziness that wasn't what that was about to us it was just about you know what we were here before you let's be civil human beings and you assume the spot you should be in and we'll take the spot we should be in it's not like we're sitting there and poking at the people in the front of us to have them let us get in front of them i mean we took the spot we earned when the lady the ladies that were right in front of me the one who was there with her uh-huh. sister brother yeah whatever uh-huh um that they really appreciated that we were leaving a little buffer zone behind yeah them, which is kind of why i was leaving the. it was only like a six inch space man. yeah it very like very very lot. small exactly and you know what <laughs> the worst part is if that psycho would have asked nicely in the first place you i probably would have more than happily front. let her go in front of me sure i know you would that was the thing I said before that would yeah. frustrate me because then later you would explain to me how you actually felt she should have taken it and stuck it up her beep. Maybe. And then I'd say, why didn't you tell her to stick it up her beep? And then you'd have some reason about like just now about avoiding the drama and blah, 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 blah. And sometimes, and I get it. It's that's why they say, what, what is it? They say, pick your battles. Right. That's why you got to pick your battles, pick the ones that you just like, you're just like, you know what? I'm not giving. No, you're not getting your way this time. I brought out my very most stubborn. You said to yeah. me in a quiet spot between the opener and puddle of mud, just wait for puddle of mud to start. Everybody's going to push forward. Uh-huh. And I told you, no, I've chosen my spot. This is where I'm standing. Well, and that's, and that's good. Held you held it. your ground. <laughs> I maybe migrated three or four inches one way or the other, but that happens. Like, no, I was not going to stand on that funny little platform in front of us. Well, yeah, it was just, it was wow. kind of weird. Um, and well, that's why the reason, guys, why we were back a little bit was that they had like um, one of those um, pressure pads that yeah. they put on, like to kind of take the, the pressure off your knees. And, but it could potentially fit two people, but the one in the, back would like kind of hover off the edge because it's it's like just maybe two tenths of a foot i mean you were good off. because i was the one behind you and if you teetered yeah. i yeah. would caught you yeah but it was just crazy so so everyone who was in that second row we stood on the um floor right behind the right. P- beginning of that pad so, and so it put like maybe a good. six inch for the barricade people which was good for them because they weren't getting crushed against the barricade and then but we got the people from behind us like shoving into us there weren't enough people there for it to be jammed like sardines together that bitch was just a psycho and you know what i hope (laughs) she listens to this podcast and then promptly shoves her head up her own ass because that's (laughs) Ah, i realized we have to remember you know let's talk about something real quick before we get that bleep out of here we got we've got some nice little um what do you call it clue nuggets for what happens in Vegas that we f- we keep forgetting to take with us and leave places. We've got merch. Yeah, we have little pens that 
um, stickers. kind of and stickers. And part of our marketing strategy is going to, has been to take them with us and like sign a check somewhere in a restaurant, and leave the pen, and then you know maybe leave a sticker as well, um, and just kind of word of mouth it, you know, because you never know someone. I guarantee you it's a numbers game. Someone's going to watch and that person's going to love something about it. They're going to tell like 20 people and they're going to like it. And that's how things blow up. I always look at things I see on pens. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? I do too. (laughs) Because you kind of say to yourself, they had the balls to put it on a pen. I must go check it out. Right? Right. Like, and I think, I think that we're, we're not good yet at remembering to, bring them out and we really need to be better at doing that i really think so because i think it's a good idea that you had i mean look at the joe biden i did that stickers they became like a huge success overnight just by some people just sticking them on on um, gas station pumps there were so many gas stations didn't remove them and that was my favorite part yeah it was super funny but but anyway that's the situation with the crazy lady. It's not a situation. It's a bituation. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> for the most part, the people there were civilized. For the most part. Even the lady lo- talking at the top of her lungs before the show. She was drunk. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But it's still, it's funny how annoying it is. Oh, and super annoying. And I think that had I been drunk, it would have been more annoying. Probably. So I was glad that I wasn't and that I was just there in full capacity. That's the hard part when you go to stuff like that. Everybody else is like wasted off their ass and you're just like, you're the dumbest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it, it's hilarious. But that is the nightly rant for this week. All righty then. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the nightly rant you enjoyed the show please give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts or google play if you didn't enjoy the show please just ignore that previous request for a rating this has been a yogi's podcast network production